Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. BPI presents Pride Connection, sponsored by Blind LGBT Pride International, Tuesday at 10 p.m. on ACB Radio Maine, or wherever you get your podcasts. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Welcome, 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 and you are listening to Pride Connections, first ever live show on ACB Radio Mainstream. If you'd like to call in with some questions or comments, or you just want to say hi to us, you can find the Zoom links on the ACB community page or BPI Blind Pride International's page on Facebook. It's also on all of the lists for ACB. I am your first co-host, Anthony Corona. I am, of course, joined by Leah Gardner, first vice, but the only vice president of Blind LGBT <laughs> Pride. Hey, Leah. Hey, Anthony. How are you this evening? <laughs> I'm really excited to be live. And, of course, we have our esteemed president, re-elect, awesome guy all around, and some of you might know my partner, Hey, Gabe. Gabriel lopez Cafati, president. Hey, Anthony, Leah, Byron, and everyone joining us. Hey, ACB Radio. We are live and excited to be here. So We're somewhat recovered quick... from the convention. Somewhat, somewhat. Somewhat, right? Ask, yeah, somewhat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a Gabe, good word. You have a quick president's message for us before we dive into all things convention, right? I know, I know what you're trying to do by saying a quick precedence message. You're trying to tell me, keep it short. <laughs> because everyone knows I love to talk. I'm a chatty, chatty chat. Um, I'm Hispanic. What can I say? <laughs> keep it simple, sweetie. Love to talk. <laughs> well, what can I say? Uh, convention, my God. Uh, virtual first ever ACB virtual convention. Um, we were prepping up to just compete with 4th of July fireworks with uh, BPI's 20th anniversary. Probably not compete, but just just bank on the celebration of uh, our you know, nation's birthday uh, in the month of July and, uh, and just celebrate. Um, like Anthony and many, many of you have said out there, we got lemons, and uh, I know many people say we did lemonade. I think we did margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> so um, basically, yes, 20th anniversary, we had our presence at convention. Uh, we were happy to participate. Um, we appreciate all the efforts that were done. We know that it was a huge undertaking, not only by the leadership of ACB, but also by everyone in ACB Radio the staff of ACB, both Minneapolis and D.C. offices, all the state and special interest affiliates, and, of course, BPI. We are so proud and so happy to be part of the ACB family, and we are celebrating 20 years of incorporation. So 
we we had so much fun. It was so much work. It was a lot. It was a little bit stressful. It was the first virtual endeavor that uh, we all participated in uh, as far as this nature, you know, a whole virtual convention. But we did it. And uh, we celebrated our 20th anniversary. Thank you for, thank you everyone for joining our celebrations and our workshops and our meetings. And thank you for your wonderful feedback. Uh, we're just so happy, so happy to be here, to be part of ACB, to be part of your community, and to be that space where everyone is welcome and everyone is invited to come with us and mingle, learn, educate each other, have fun and just be a part of this greater ACB community. So thank you again on behalf of the leadership and membership of BPI for celebrating with us this 20th anniversary virtually. And we look forward to coming of age 21 years with ACB <laughs> in Phoenix <laughs> next year. So I'm going to just open up for Leah and Anthony to... Uh, talk a little bit, and then we're we're going to start moving it around with with some callers and guests who are already lined up to to chat with us live well, on ACB Radio. Before we jump into our live guests, um, it would not be a proper show without recognizing twenty years. And if you guys are fans of the show and have been listening, then you know we've already celebrated our founding members and we are podcasted. Go to acbradio.org, go under podcasts. You can find the previous shows, our first show in June, our first Pride show celebrated the, the history of BPI with founding members and past presidents of ACB itself. But we're lucky that one of our co-hosts, our vice president, our convention planning chair guru, I mean, spreadsheet in her head, had everything <laughs> down, mapped minute by minute when we were going to be in person, took about three days with a little bit of help from the rest of us, but mostly she did it, took all of that and turned it into a, a virtual program. We would be absolutely remiss if we did not ask everybody listening right now and everybody who might be on the call to give a big huge round of applause to founding member current vice president and all around bpi champion ms leah, leah. don't call me beautiful i'm butch gardner <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm now feeling somewhat embarrassed here my face is completely red uh but you know um thank you uh it was what could have been a very difficult year, uh, we had a extravaganza planned for um, Schomburg. And uh, with basically no time at all, we had to reshape everything and uh, convert it to a virtual convention. So I just want to thank um, the rest of the convention committee, Anthony, Gabe, uh, Maria, uh, Kevin, um, Ratliff, Dennis Sims. Uh, Chris, Chris Snyder, absolutely. Chris Snyder for for helping with all of it. Um, we had like a two or three day turnaround between uh, learning it was going to be a virtual convention setting and coming up with a um, schedule of events. So thanks so much to everybody involved. Uh, if I'm hoping that we will all meet physically next year so that we can appreciate our coming of 
of age and, and being mm-hmm. legal and imbibe. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think that all things considered, I'm, I'm extremely, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm so thrilled that the convention as a whole and, and the BPI virtual piece of it uh, came out so successfully this year. And I could not have done it by myself. Absolutely not. Well, BPI wouldn't be here without 20 years of amazing support. You may have dropped out for a little bit of time here and there, but basically you've been around since inception and in all the darkest moments when BPI really needed a light, you've always stepped up. So thank you for that. Um, I feel old now, Anthony. Thank you. <laughs> well, oh, you're younger than I am. That you, so. started, you started very, you started very young. <laughs> She came out of the womb, and the next year she was at an ACB convention. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it worked, folks. <laughs> and and uh, and Anthony couldn't have said it better, Leah. Um, when we, you know, like all organizations, uh, BPI has had its struggles, and whenever we've struggled, you have been there, and you, oh my God, you, Rob Hill, Harvey Miller, um, Dwayne Estes, Dwayne Estes. Um, David, um, and so many others, Don, Don Brown, my friend, who's actually going to have a birthday in a couple of days. I hope he's listening. Don, if you're listening, we want you back. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, so many amazing people who, who fought for B flag and, uh, who just gave everything to make this happen. Now, 20 years later, Leah you vice president um and a woman who i'm so happy i I always celebrate when we elect a woman to our board or when we have a new lady member joining us because i love diversity and i just it's it's one of my biggest passions as president of bpi to to incorporate the more diversity so leah you are just an amazing part of this organization and you will forever be Well, everyone, as a quick recap, we started off the week with an amazing Google seminar that Leah co-hosted with our engineer tonight. Hey, Byron, we know you're here. Say hello. I'm here. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited about going live. This is is definitely cool for us. (laughs) Byron is an awesome, awesome returnee. He was involved with ACB and BPI a few years ago and came back recently and has been nothing but dynamic for BPI. So awesome to have you on Byron. We, um, uh, Gabriel was part of an amazing collaboration as well. The international relations voices around the world. There was a dating app seminar. There was a guided meditation that if anybody attended might, uh, one of the voices tonight might sound familiar. There was a virtual happy hour. There was a yoga session. We, of course, did our Dare to Share. There was a retirement session. So for one small special interest affiliate that people don't necessarily elevate as much as we think we should be elevated, we sure did rock as far as convention was concerned. And Anthony, you're, you're, I know I'm you're missing one of the... Oh, no, I am not forgetting wine tasting. One of the things that BPI (laughs) convention was known for is our wine tasting. And that was, is, I'm sorry, is known for. And one of our biggest worries was, what do we do? We can't not drink with our people. 
we cannot not wind up with our people. So our amazing president, Gabriel, turned a sipping presentation into an incredible education piece. So that was BPI's um, that was BPI's programming for convention. Now we'd like to open it up to all of our members, our allies, our friends, to tell us what they thought, what they'd like to see next year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, or just say, hey, happy birthday, BPI. Um, we're not going to do the whole hand-raising thing, but we're going to just ask for respect. So please unmute yourself. And if someone starts talking, we promise everybody will get a turn. If we go yeah, off of radio turns. tonight, we're going to keep going and celebrate tonight. So before like we to hand up? that over, Anthony, I just also wanted to recognize and uh, send a huge shout, uh, shout out to uh, not only Tim and his collaboration with Pride Connection, um, but also... Uh, a couple of a couple of uh, uh, honorary mentions: um, Donna Ellis and the folks from P Flag Arizona, who surprised oh, yeah. us with uh, mm -hmm. an amazing appearance at our business meeting. Uh, as you all know, um, Al and Donna Ellis have been the heart of BPI's conventions for over almost a decade. And um, after Al's sad passing last year. PFLAG started working on many projects and many fundraisers, and they decided that the best way to honor Al Ellis's memory was to donate um, uh, a, a gift for uh, his favorite organization. And since they all knew that BPI was their favorite organization, they favored us with a wonderful, kind, generous donation. And uh, we're very thankful for that. We are also very, very uh, happy that... Um, Our president, Dan Spoon, took time from a general session to honor BPI's 20th anniversary and gave us some time to express our gratitude and to express, to tell everyone out there in ACB land uh, what BPI is and how BPI is celebrating 20 years and uh, what we are now and what we're looking forward for the next 20 or 40 or 60 or 80 years. Uh, within the ACB family. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We feel the love and we just send all our love back to uh, those around us. So without further ado... G Gabriel, can I say, one, could I, could I say one more thing, Gabriel? Um, yes, also, I just I wanted to point out that we every year um, have a Al and Donna Ellis um, volunteer award yep. that yes. we give out. And this year we could not make a choice <laughs> between two people that have helped us invaluably with, with pride connection and with the uh, six hour pride music special that uh, ran on, on ACB radio cafe in June. So we, we uh, honored um, Tim Cummings and Byron Lee um, with that award. And I just wanted to recognize them again um, publicly Absolutely. for their contributions this year. And Tim and Byron, we love you guys and everybody listening. If you did not get an opportunity to hear that pride music celebration, there's music and comedy clips from iconic gay and um, lesbian transgender fluidity uh, scenes from movies. And there's a couple of speeches and spoken word pieces. If you did not get a chance to hear that when it was airing, hit up membership at blindlgbtpride.org. And we will direct you on where you can find that. So without further ado, somebody unmute yourself and tell us how fabulous we all are. <laughs> <laughs> how much you enjoyed convention. What was your favorite part? What do you saw this year that you want to see next year? 
How did you like our 20th anniversary celebration? Or improvements that we could make for next year. Yeah, anything. And I know we have a couple of guests, so we please do. don't be shy. Yep, don't be shy. I guess I'll I'll sort of break the ice a little bit. Um, yeah, and I'll start I'll start talking. You might not be able to stop me once I get started, but you know that's all right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I guess I'll say that I do miss the fact that that there was no um, in person contact this year. However, it was it was incredible. I mean, you guys really ran a tight ship with the um, with the Zoom facilitating and, and making sure that everybody did get a chance to talk, but that it wasn't you know crazy and people weren't talking over one another. Um, I missed that I wasn't able to get any um, of of uh, Donna's wonderful um, drink making <laughs> recipes. I didn't get have any purple rain this <laughs> next year. Next year, next year in Phoenix. Trust what, me. Donna, I want to know what you're going to call your drink next year because you know we. I have a suggestion. We could do cactus juice or something. I don't know something. Oh something my god, desert Byron. related. Don't give it away. Don't give it away on, on air on radio. Save but, it. Uh, <laughs> Leah and I had a really good time working on a uh, a collaborative project together. Um, so BPI as well as next generation and i believe was it was students also involved in that yep. acb yeah, students ACB yeah mm-hmm. acb students we had a thing about google forms um so leah and i put together a whole demonstration on how google forms works and how you can use it for your affiliate for things like signing up for state conventions or um you know getting people to sign up for committees or using it for your potluck who's going to bring the dip and who's going to bring the chips um so we we had a lot of fun with that and that session is podcasted. I just saw it yesterday. Yeah. By the way, did um did Wonder Woman do a good showing once you readjusted that ballot? <laughs> yes, once we readjusted the ballot, uh, we we re-diversified the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a stunning oversight on a, yeah. on our part. Uh, we we both <laughs> apologize for that, uh, for that yeah. mistake. It so, will not happen again. <laughs> what we did is we had a, a fake ballot where we had various um the the alter egos of the superheroes names so bruce wayne and clark kent um as a couple of the people on the ballot and of course i didn't think um i don't know uh what wonder woman's real name diana price diana prince prince okay gotcha see i should have called you anthony see i I didn't know either i'm not i'm not a i'm not a superhero uh um, yeah, aficionado. However, Wonder Woman, I, I you know, should have like, thought of it we when we were in the planning one? stages. Diana <laughs> Prince for president, right? <laughs> Amen to that one. <laughs> yep. So, um, and Leah, what what do you think? Uh, how, how do you think the uh, the Google Forms presentation was received? Have you heard anything from from various people about our presentation? I know uh, from people in v- BPI. Um, I got some some really um, nice compliments after the uh program aired um i got some nice emails um from from people and um you know i felt really good about it you know as we were uh, involved in the presentation i was amazed to um to to see the number of questions that we had i mean we mm-hmm. had to get off the air and we still mm-hmm. had hands raised um yeah. with people that that had observations and that had queries about yep. Google Forms and other aspects of Google. So um, I, I felt I felt quite good about it. We put um, we put a lot of <laughs> we put a lot of work into that, and um, I think I really felt 
uh, just genuinely humbled that so many people took the time during the middle of the day to uh, listen and participate um, in that workshop. It looks like Jason is unmuted. I don't know if Jason wanted to get in there and say something. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think this was part of the ACB, and I, I even like that call that we had we, where we talked to people about racism and, you know, um, some blind people. Was that part of the ACB? We had a call once, and we were talking to them on, was that part of that? Uh, that was prior it, to that the convention. Was, it wasn't the convention, but it was right. a community call. And, yeah, it's um, a community call. There'll be follow-ups to that. Um, there'll be follow-ups to our wine stuff, follow-ups to a lot of things, including our wildly successful audio description series. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, so see, Jason, behind-the-scenes yeah. audio description. You know, everything Everything since COVID-19 has, has, has forced us to go virtual, uh, which in turn has, has showed that is 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 it's a good thing because it's given us uh, more of a sense of community. So whenever there's a relevant topic or whenever there's a topic that people want to hear about, uh, whether it be like Anthony said, audio description, we ourselves started a conversation around inclusive language and pronoun usage. Um, of course, uh, racial uh, respect and uh, racial issues with everything going on in the last couple of months has been another topic. So. ACB with 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 all the state affiliates and all the special interest affiliates, we we try to collaborate with each other and bring to our community topics of interest and topics that are not only educational but enjoyable for everyone, and topics that are very very uh, important and fundamental for everyone's growth and education. So, so yeah, that's an example of one of the things that has been done, and we're going to be seeing lots of that even outside convention. You know, and speaking, Jason, if speaking, you wanted, I, one second, Lee, I'm, I was sure. actually going to ask you something too. If you wanted um, access to that conversation, if you email community at acb.org, Cindy Hollis, but community at acb.org, you can, she'll give you the link to that podcasted conversation. And BPI partnered with ACB on something else that we haven't discussed yet, Leah. Tell them about storytelling and how that factors into the diversity conversation. We had, uh, prior to convention, we had a uh, storytelling um, boot camp presentation by um, Tony Stevens uh, that was really well attended. And um, we got some great uh, pointers and uh, about how to tell our personal stories and how to share our experiences, not just during the um, COVID um, situation that we find ourselves in, but um, how how to how to share what we are all um, going through on a daily basis as visually impaired people, uh, you know, as as a entire uh, community of people that fit into the uh, GLBTQ um, gender fluidity, uh, gender non-binary. Um, asexual spectrum. Um, and we got some great points as to how to take those stories and make them um, universally representative and uh, try to, to try to get people to listen and, and um, feel empathy and um, feel some, some degree of uh, understanding for where we're coming from. It was an extremely well-run workshop and um, I'm hoping Stay that more, more 
yeah, yeah that, that more will come from that yeah we have the next we few have we have a couple of more sessions coming up so stay tuned for that uh we all believe that um storytelling um I'm a big advocate of storytelling. I'm a big fan of storytelling. And Tony Stevens, we are so privileged at ACB to have someone like Tony Stevens, um, who's a master of storytelling. Uh, because I, I strongly believe that effective storytelling is the first step towards effective advocacy. So if we, if we want to advocate for ourselves and for our community, the first thing we need to know and we need to do is, yes, we may have a powerful story, but we need to know how to convey it and communicate it and express it in a way that's going to have an impact and that it is yeah. going to be effective to achieve an end result. Because it's not just a matter of telling our story, but it's a matter of telling our story with a purpose. Yeah. Without, Let me speak it, to... There, there, there could be a better name for it than, than storytelling. A better name could be Toastmasters. I'm part of that. Well, yeah, but Toastmasters, <laughs> that's, I'm sure that they have a trademark. Uh, yeah, they, more, they do. Yeah, yeah they do. But Let me yeah, speak, like, let me speak to the yeah. concept of storytelling. I think one of the most uh, successful and uh, just phenomenal um, presentations that was made during the convention was the um, International Committee and oh. all the all the shares from people uh, from various countries and, you know, their realities and, uh, you know, their life perspectives. I mean, you want to talk about uh, uh, telling stories that conveyed power and, and presence. Mm -hmm. That was, that's a podcast as well. That, that was uh, just such a compelling and, and superb um, presentation. Yeah, Kudos to I Gabriel agree. and Sandra Sherman yes. and all the others that were on the International Relations Committee, including our own Maria Kristich and, like I said, President Gabriel, who basically ran that seminar and ran it really, really well. <laughs> well, it was just I was inspired by so much courage uh, and myself having been in that situation, because as many of you know, and I was no, I was not born and raised here in the U.S. I, I'm an immigrant, proud naturalized citizen from Honduras uh, into the U.S. And uh, I know the difference uh, of what it is to be blind and LGBT outside this country and inside, even, even during the difficult political and divisive uh, ideological situation that we're living right now. Uh, we still we we're still much better off than many than many 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 other countries and as you all heard you know we're represented Philippines UK uh, Turkey Germany Venezuela countries um, that were represented were just so so empowering and so inspiring uh, for for us to be grateful for what we have and to fight for more fight for more Byron you're still here. And it doesn't have to be BPI, but it should be. What was your favorite moment in convention? Wow, that's a really hard one. Um, because there were so many awesome things that happened outside of just the BPI stuff. Um, I really, oh, yeah. I really did enjoy the the tours, the descriptive tours that they had going on, um, and also the descriptive audio uh, version of Parasite. That was a lot of fun mm -hmm. to listen to. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, gosh, you, you're really putting, you're really asking me to like, you know, identify my favorite part of convention. I would say I just love the whole thing. Cop out answer, but I think it's true. Do we have anybody ready to join in with us? I, I think Sarah just joined us, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I am here. Hi, everybody. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> One of our newest members. Um, I know that, uh, I, I know, um, I'm trying to think of some other uh, events. You talked about guided meditation, Anthony. I actually have a question because I listened to your uh, presentation yeah. And I have a question for you. I you said is you said as part of your presentation, one thing that really helps is to listen to non-interactive music. I'm kind of curious. What, I'm just kind of curious what you would define as non-interactive music because I'd like to to find some. So can you give me a, a sense of what that is? It's a question <laughs> that's been that's been bothering me for two weeks now. <laughs> so you know there's no stead there's no hard and steadfast rule to to non-interactive music it's basically i mean you know a professional will tell you anything without lyrics um yeah you know, that's what a your professional yogi with. would tell you but honestly i mean if you listen to you know the grateful dead tribute band um <laughs> one of them that that doesn't have a lead singer and it's just Dun, 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 dun. you're going to be singing I will get by in your head so that's going to be interactive to you it was centered around people who cannot fall asleep without something going on and, and that <laughs> the brain really doesn't the brain really does not shut off it doesn't stop interacting mm. even though you may be in, in a light form of sleep part of your brain is still paying attention to the television or the music so you know when you find what a lot of people say is like new age or that Yanni Flutie kind of stuff. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell, I'm going to, so <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to share with, with you, Leah and everyone here, since you're asking the question, because I'm sure many others have the question. Some of my favorite ones, uh, which I consider, even though they have lyrics, I consider them to be, uh, non-intrusive, um, would be, uh, Lorena McKennett. Mm. And uh, Deva yeah. Primaldi. Mm. Yeah. So Listen basically, to- you're saying, Anthony, you're 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 thinking music that you know you don't want to you, you don't want to sing with or or interact with, but it's just that's a back that is a background um, a background helps you know a lot of ambient mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. will help soothe you and and help your rhythms kind of find you know that that resting rhythm. I think, um, without really interacting your brain. Um, so anything that works for you, really, it's it's a first. Like, that was my whole presentation. None of this is, is written, you know, in law, in stone. You know, you find what works for you, and once you do, you tweak it. So, Anthony, I think we should... Um, we should try to propose a new station for ACB Radio, and we'll call it ACB Radio Non-Interactive. <laughs> <laughs> right, there we go. <laughs> Instead of ACB Radio Interactive, Boy. Non-Interactive. Byron, okay. if you have your dubbers, I'm going to be on ACB Radio six days a week. <laughs> this could be a problem. <laughs> I hear somebody wanting to... Go ahead. A good, a good one to help people sleep. Like if you say to Google the the speaker, if you right Google, then they'll play like for thirty minutes. They'll play cricket noises, and that will help you sleep. Crickets. Oh yeah, same with the A lady. If you play, have her play like, or if you have them play like nature sounds or 
crickets or water sounds. Yeah. Thunderstorm. Thunderstorm yeah. is awesome. <laughs> Cricket. I know we also uh, we also had a um, really well attended um, uh, presentation and discussion on dating apps. Um, I know Anthony, you you helped me um, co facilitate that, and uh, Byron was there, and uh, it was um, a lot of great questions and a lot of really um, thought provoking conversation as well. Yeah, we had yeah. A big takeaway on that would be. Please don't ask one of your visual interpretation uh, sources <laughs> to help you define pictures off of a dating site. That hot? was a big thing I learned. I, I, you know, I probably never would have tried it on my own, but once I heard the experience, I said, oh, oh yeah, that could be a little sticky. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had a lot of really good questions about different kinds of dating apps for different um, types of people and different walks of life. And, and so, um, and Anthony, you actually did a lot of a lot more research than I did. I mean, you, absolutely. I, I was like, "Whoa!" He has a whole rundown of which apps or which apps are more accessible, and like a whole bunch of different names of apps that people could try. I mean, I was I was really impressed with how much research went into Byron, the presentation. Byron, I will he, give he calls it he calls it he calls it research. No, no, partner dear. I will actually give a big shout out here to Matthew Schwartz, who is a lifetime BPI member and ally. Um, He recently co-hosted a sci-fi event for BPI and we'll be back again. uh, Hara, excuse me, event for BPI and we'll be back again. Matt did a good amount of the research with and for me um, for that for that session. So Matt, if you're listening, thank you. And we can't wait for another horror discussion. <laughs> Byron, <laughs> you and JD will be doing another sci-fi sometime soon, right? Sure. Or, uh, or maybe some other geeky subject matter that we could, you know, uh, throw at the wall and see what sticks, but yeah, absolutely. We would love to do that. Um, I did. Uh, no, I was just joking with Anthony. I did. I, I, in the past, I've also conducted some of the dating apps and, um, you know, accessibility versus non-accessible and, etiquette for us blind so once it's podcasted we really prompt you to listen to it if you're uh, interested in engaging in the dating app world because there's a lot of discussion um unfortunately i couldn't participate in this one this year due to work commitment um gosh it's so much different when you're when we have an in-person convention we just stay <laughs> off and i yeah. you know i i just take a week off vacation from work and that's it but this year it was like a combination between, okay, work, ACB, work, ACB, work, ACB. So it was so convoluted. But anyway, um, yeah, the, the dating apps was a great discussion. We always try to incorporate it because uh, the digital world is a changing world. So we always try to incorporate it and we always try to bring people some knowledge and some best practices to stay safe, to yeah. date, and uh, to have fun. Uh, while staying safe and while making sure that you are finding what you want and not what you don't want to find. And it wasn't just Grindr and Manhunt. We had um, discussion about a lot of dating sites, dating sites for widows, dating sites for uh, Christian, (coughs) excuse me, Christian or Jewish folks. Um, Across the board, we we had a lot of conversation and, and information. Jeff, Leo, what was your favorite moment? 
Oh, God, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jason. Were there any dating sites that are only in the U.S.? That's better. If it's only U.S. dating sites. Well, uh, I think you know the ones that we covered are we covered. Uh, some of them are 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 outside the U.S., Jason. But what we covered, we tried to. We always try to maintain it within the U.S. because there's other you know sort. There, there's a, a whole new aspect that opens up when you talk about international because international you're going into foreign legislations and things that are not protected by u.s law so we try to stick to to what is you know within the borders of the u.s yeah good mm-hmm. leah what was your favorite convention moment wow um you know i think to to be perfectly honest with you i have to go <laughs> i have to go back to the um i have to go back to the forms presentation um just because it um it's the first time i have ever collaborated uh in a training um such as that that was going to be held virtually um that i had no idea how many people were going to uh, actually listen to and quite honestly, you know, when it became clear how many questions we had at the end of that, there was a moment of, oh, my God, <laughs> you know, we actually had a, a, a lot of people following this and, and listening to it. Um, I learned some things, I think, about about myself um, through through putting together that um, that uh, presentation with Byron and um I've always been someone that kind of has done sort of uh, as used to be an AT instructor. I've done a lot of one-on-one training work, um, but nothing that collaborative. And it really made me want to maybe pursue uh, more of those things in the future. Cause I kind of had the sense that it was um, beneficial and helpful to a lot of people. How about you, Gabe? I know you were going to ask me. <laughs> well, um, I definitely, I have to say the, uh, the uh, collaboration with international relations mm. uh, for voices from around the world was just, was just something so new, something so bold, something so, so empowering. And it was, it, it was voices from around the world and they were all brothers and sisters, blind LGBT from all over the world. That was so powerful. Yeah. And the fact that I was interpreting for one of, our uh, who actually is a BPI member, Jose Derizan from Venezuela, and uh, and uh, just it, it, it filled me with so much joy, and it transported me to my days when I was still living in Honduras and still, you know, a gay man in the closet, and uh, and 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 so many things that are different now, and it, it it showed me the you know both sides, and it made me appreciate more what I have here now. And uh, definitely, um, I would have to say second after that came <laughs> my wine wisdom, because uh, <laughs> everyone who knows me, you all know how much I love the culture of wine and, and, uh, and, and, and wine appreciation. So it was, it was great to know that people were enjoying and, and how we shared with people and everyone said what, what they were drinking, what they were sipping, and we clinked and we cheered virtually. And people had questions, and uh, it was just, I, I loved it. I felt so connected. Um, in general, those two, but but all all program within BPI and outside of, of BPI, there were so many gems from this convention that I, that I really have to go back to the podcast 
uh, feet and really go back to many other ones that I that I really enjoyed to re-listen. Were there any sport ones? Um, I'm sure there was an exercise equipment. Um, Clark Ratchfeld did an exercise equipment and, um, best practices kind of one you can look for. That was really good. Yeah. And that that was on Saturday. American blind athletes. Was that there? I don't know if we had anything with American blind athletes, but we definitely had the, the, what the one that Anthony was mentioning, Jason, the, uh, the accessible, uh, sporting equipment which was really good. It was, it was highly attended. And if you want to look yeah. for that on the podcast, it's on the podcast feed for ACB. It was on July 4th, on Saturday, July 4th. 4th of July. Okay. Yes. Well, I want to point gonna... out that, I'm sorry, Anthony, I just want to point out that um, I want to jump to another of my favorite events that I was keeping because it was, it's not mine. It's BPI. We, for those of you who joined us and we know we had a lot of the leadership from ACB um, from years ago, joining us on the celebration that we had a happy hour for uh, BPI's 20th anniversary, and that was on Thursday, July 9th. Uh, we had so many people, a lot of uh, ACB board members, and a lot of our founding members, like Leah, who's here. But I just decided to go into the participants list here on Zoom, and I saw none other than Mr. Harvey Miller, who is being extremely quiet and he, who is also <laughs> one of our founding members. So, Harvey, I hope you are finding your unmute button so you can tell us. And Harvey has not only been a longtime ACB member, but longtime convention attendee and also participant in many other parts of ACB, like the FIA showcase and, uh, and uh, also... Uh, a, a big resolutions person. So Harvey, um, we want to hear your thoughts on convention and on BPI's 20th. You're one of our founding members. Yeah. Well, the, my thoughts were that, uh, I couldn't attend all of the things that I really wanted to attend. I thoroughly enjoyed your wine presentation. I Thank thought you. that it was very thoughtful and well done. Um, uh, I have stopped drinking uh, a lot of spirits <laughs> these <laughs> days, but <laughs> uh, to hear about various wines, I thought was really great. And what would go with them? I still indulge in what goes with the wine, even though I don't. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh don't get him started. <laughs> yes, don't get me started. <laughs> No, it was uh, the whole convention, I thought, was, uh, you know, just sitting at home, uh, sort of in my pajamas quite often. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's one of my favorite parts of the convention, too. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's kind of nice to do a a presentation and not worry too much about what you're wearing. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Harvey, you and Leah were uh, were together in... 20 years ago when BPI started and imagine today, uh, not today, but you know, a week ago we were celebrating 20th anniversary and we did it virtually. And uh, I mean, just, I know we've, we've, we've asked you this question in another pride connection show, but now that it, it's done, we celebrated, we had convention. How does it feel to, to, uh, well, to be able know, to see back, yeah, look back it, in time? It, it is amazing. I think that, uh, well, first of all, I think that uh, it was such a small 
little group and we'd sort of sneaked into a room and mm-hmm. and gathered and uh it was a very very uh, i would say uh emotional time and also i think everyone was very open uh within the group and very loving i think that was also a part of it uh there were lots of hugs and lots of uh loving comments and just friendliness i think mm-hmm. among the group and that's beautiful i, I think it was hear. also surprising meaning uh we were surprised that we were actually getting together <laughs> uh i mean it was just uh almost shocking that actually uh there are blind gay people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when you can be blind you can be blind and gay um, it's amazing yeah. absolutely yeah. when you're on a call like this when you're on you know you were at the at the um first celebration we did during pride month you know and you realize all all of that ducking around and and meeting up in the basement and and working on resolution and all that did, 20 years ago did you think it would last 20 years and and now that you know you're here talking about it yeah well i think we were hoping that it would last and we were planning on it lasting but uh you know it was rather difficult to get it off the ground i think uh i'm sure leah could speak to that uh we uh, yeah it was a hard time uh, it really it was, was. It really wasn't especially you know as somebody when when this all started in 1999 when I was um when I was 23 uh and it was the first ACB convention I ever attended um it wasn't just getting this off the ground I mean <clears throat> I know for me personally it was a <laughs> it was it was a momentous sort of experience of finally having other people that were visually impaired and you know um on the on the um spectrum um to 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 really connect with i made such i mean wonderful friends that had been um lifelong connections for me since then you know wayne and uh you know my husband wayne <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, I, you know i i met harvey there and and uh, you know rob and people that over the years even when i've skipped two or three conventions you know i've always come back to and been just so happy to um to to sort of re reacquaint with every time um we've been through so much as an organization and i think i said this you know during our our history show too i mean the backdrop of my life in so many ways over the past 20 years has been um BPI and conventions and and various aspects of this organization. So, um I think BPI has grown up in so many ways and hopefully I have too. Well, I think Byron would definitely agree with me in some ways. I I definitely want to say a huge thank you because a year ago, a little over a year ago now, um I had lost my sight 3 years before and I was floundering, completely floundering. I I had very little to be happy about very little community to feel a part of and and so on and so forth and i got to convention and i got to bpi and and a year later i'm i'm hosting the pride connection show and and part of the leadership and and if you guys 20 years ago weren't 
as steadfast and as brave and as as all the adjectives that I can throw into that sentence, I wouldn't have had the home that I found. So, and Byron, I wonder what you you know what you'd add to that because you guys created a space for us to be able to uh, live and love and and learn and 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 have fun and and all those things, Byron. Absolutely. Um, I mean, a- ACB in general has given me so much. Um, in 2003, when I first kind of started coming around to ACB conventions, I really wanted to get into radio. Um, and uh, Jim Pemberton, who was very uh, involved with ACB radio, had had reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to put your comedy music show on this radio station? So it started off, you know, with, with the whole radio thing. And then I started going to conventions um, and and I found um, B-Flag way early on um, when I was still very much so in the closet. And it was like, whoa, I, there are all of these other people that are kind of in the same boat as me. And, you know, some of them are out, some of them aren't, some of them are here at, you know, kind of trying to pass as a straight support person, and maybe they're gay, maybe they're not. Um, and I, I was just like, well, I feel I feel like, um, you know, this is sort of a family. And um, even though I took a few little breaks here and there for work, um, convention has always felt like coming home. Anthony, nice. you know, from the beginning, I think that uh, the, the folks that got together, even before the organization was put together, had this feeling of, of, I don't know, total involvement with each other or a sense of, of uh, love or, uh, and that's brotherly love, I'm thinking of, sisterly love, uh, not so much uh, <laughs> a sexual uh, attitude, but uh, uh don't, don't throw water on the fantasies. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I'm picturing sweaty nights and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think everyone had this sense of of belonging to a group. That sense of uh, people upholding them, of of uh, uh, holding them as a friend and supporting mm-hmm. them in any way that they wish to or any way that they would like for someone to support. Harvey, I think you've said a magic word. It's a word that resonates with, I'm sure, every one of us here and many of you out there listening to us on ACB radio on our podcast, um, which is belongingness. That's the perfect uh, word to describe what I felt when I found BPI. Just like Byron said a moment ago, I, and like you said, Harvey, you know, to know that there are other blind LGBT people to me was like, <gasps> struck gold. I was like, I cannot believe it. And, and to know that there's an organization, to know that there's a group of people that are organized and that are part of a big organization like the American Council of the Blind constituted, uh, official, uh, to me was like, I sometimes as much as we are sure of who we are and what we are as as much as we want to stand on our own feet, sometimes we do need that sense of validation. Some well, Gabe, that sense before of, of, we of, run 
out mm-hmm. of time. There was one more amazing thing. And we are still the only official organization of the intersectionality that exists. There are others that are informal, but we're the only we national, are. international. And something else huge happened during and right after convention in the advocacy slash um, resolutions area that I think you wanted mm-hmm. to mention real quick before we run out of time. Yes, of and course. Um, I was, I was, I was, I, I lost track of time. <laughs> um, yes. Um, you know, uh, we, we presented a resolution, uh, and this was, this was a joint effort. Um, uh, one of our lifetime members, Terry Gorman had compiled a bibliography of, uh, titles that are identified as LGBT titles within the NLS, um, archive. And, uh, we wanted to, uh, bring forth an initiative for NLS to include LGBT as a category. We reached out to some of our very good allies and friends and ACB leadership. Um, Kim Charlson and Paul Edwards were just phenomenal and uh, put their resolution hats together and helped us. And we drafted a resolution that was presented to ACB and was also brought forth in one of the Lua sessions to uh, a Karen Karinger. I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. You know, my, my last name, my Hispanic heritage kicks in. <laughs> um, Karen Karinger or Karinger. Um, uh, we, we talked about the resolution and we were surprised to know that about a week later, the resolution and the talk about our initiative had, uh, had, had reached a an an, an actual uh, practical uh, resolution, <laughs> and uh, NLS created an LGBT category. Um, so yes, that that's another thing that we owe to the collaborative effort between BPI and ACB and the leaders of ACB. And uh, now we have an LGBT category within NLS and. Uh, our resolution keeps going and our resolution asks for a little bit more. So, you know, we're being ambitious and we're asking for a, a couple of other categories and for some expansion within the LGBT topics within NLS. But thank you again, ACB. Thank you to Kim Charlson, Paul Edwards, Terry Gorman, and all the people who are working, uh, Jill, uh, Diane, uh, yeah. Gabe, Griffith, uh, everyone in the resolutions committee for helping us push this push this forward, and thank you to Karen Karinger and for uh, you know thank you to everyone in NLS for responding so quickly to our uh, resolution and to our initiative. Leah, tell all the folks where they can find us, where they can reach out to us. Uh, sure, are we coming to that time where uh, we are? Uh, we have our mean mistress again. Um, okay. So if people want to learn more about us, they can visit blindlgbtpride.org. Um, if they want to send us an email with any kind of feedback or questions, uh, it would be a membership, one word, at blindlgbtpride.org. And so we are now 20 years old, heading towards 21 in Phoenix. Every Tuesday night, you can hear us here on ACB Radio Mainstream. Leah, you go first. Then Gabe, final thoughts? 
Um, you know what? I, I am looking forward to planning um, with the help of my committee next year's convention. Now, if you ask me about that eight months from now, I might tell you something different when we're right in the thick of it. But at this point, <laughs> I have renewed energy and I am, I am ready. So anyone that wants to be part of the convention committee... Um, we'll probably be starting that process sometime in September. So think about it. It's going to be fun. It sure is, Gabe. It is going to be fun. It's going to be Phoenix, um, our friends Donna Ellis, Ron and Ross, and everyone from PFLAG Arizona will be there. Um, and we're looking forward. ACB has shown us that we can have a virtual convention, but I really cannot do without my hugs, my handshakes, and my clinking in person so i know this will have a virtual component but next year phoenix will be there well everybody thank you so much for listening again and we hope that you will come back next tuesday night for another amazing show like i said earlier you can find the podcast archives at acbradio.org and that is it for pride connection Stay proud. You have been listening to Pride Connection, sponsored by Blind LGBT Pride International. For more information, go to blindlgbtpride.org. They will find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers.